Welcome back to Technotopia, a podcast about a better future. I'm John Biggs. Today on the show, we have Kara Golden. She is the founder and CEO of Hintwater. This is Technotopia. Technotopia is brought to you by Happy Fun Corp. Happy Fun Corp is a design-driven technology company in Brooklyn, New York, that specializes in building mobile and web applications for startups and Fortune 500 companies. Whether it's a new mobile or web application that will help people experience the internet in a fun new way, or software that will interface with a new piece of top-secret hardware, Happy Fun Corp is always up to the challenge. Big or small, Happy Fun Corp loves building software and loves working with great people. Come build with them. HappyFunCorp.com. Welcome back to Technotopia, a podcast about a better future. I'm John Biggs. So today on the show, we have Kara Golden. She is the CEO and founder of Hint Water. Uh, it's one of the most popular. It's the top selling flavored water. Um, is that in the U.S. or is that worldwide? Or where, what's, what, who are you guys fighting? We're just in the U.S. today. Okay. Yeah. So, so there, is, is, there, is there a more popular one in, in Europe that we don't know about, like, like some kind of Swedish water? Uh, not that I know of. Actually, we're getting a lot of pull to come over there as well, but you know, we're just, uh, starting here. Okay. So this is a lot of fun. So I guess, why don't you tell us a little bit about Hint, uh, the genesis of the, of the water, uh, without being too much of a commercial. And then we can, uh, we can talk about water. We can talk about, uh, nutrition, health, all that other good stuff. Yeah. So I actually started the company almost 12 years ago now. I was in tech. I was uh, an executive at AOL running their e-commerce initiative and and basically left AOL and, and was trying to figure out what I was going to do next and found myself in a situation where I was 50 pounds heavier than I wanted to be. I had gotten terrible adult acne for the first time in my life, had acne, didn't even have it as a teenager and mm-hmm. had no energy and uh, went to a bunch of different doctors to sort of try and figure out what was going on with me. And, and basically the response was, you know, hormone levels are going crazy. You don't sleep enough. You don't, uh, you're, you know, stressed out. You're working too much, blah, 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 blah. And, um, and then I just decided, well, all of that kind of stuff may be true. The other key thing was that I really wasn't as aware of what I was eating and drinking as maybe I should be. And one day I was looking down at my diet soda mm-hmm. and looked at the ingredients and didn't really understand what I was drinking and thought, you know, here I am a smart executive who knows lots of things and I'm just putting this stuff into my body sort of on autopilot. And I just decided I'm going to throw it in the garbage and see what happens and drink plain water. But plain water for me was never you know, something that was like a, a, um, you know, enjoyable experience. Mm -hmm. So basically, um, you know, it was sort of a reach for me to think, okay, now I'm going to go from, you know, drinking diet sweeteners to drinking plain water. And so finally, um, did that and two and a half weeks into just giving up the diet soda and drinking plain water, I lost over 20 pounds and I thought, wow, like I've been trying to do this for so long and it's, you know, it wasn't working and now I just did it. And, and now lots of things are happening. The adult acne was gone. I had lots Mm -hmm. more energy. And so, um, anyway, I really started to think, think that, you know, here I was like pushing so hard to, you know, be the best executive I could be and do what I really wanted to do work-wise. And like something as simple as just changing my beverage could actually make such a difference. But plain water was 
super boring. So anyway, I started throwing fruit and water and, and was just shocked to s sort of see what, you know, not only was in our beverage beverages, but what also was in our food and how, you know, just making simple changes could actually make such a difference. So I decided to, uh, go and, and develop this drink. I, I didn't really even view it as, you know, gosh, I'm going to go launch a company or I was really just trying to solve a problem, which frankly, I think I learned to do in tech and, and, uh, felt like I really, you know, wanted to help not just myself, but also help others. And just by helping them actually get as close to drinking plain water as possible. Mm -hmm. uh, so that's kind of how it started. And, you know, we launched it in stores first. And then, as you mentioned, we uh, took it into um, some of the tech firms, Google first here in Silicon Valley. And then it's grown um, to be the largest beverage in Silicon Valley to tech firms. Um, but we've always, you know, sort of thought of this as, as not just about being a beverage company, but really about, you know, changing health. And I think that it's something that you know, when I talk to my friends about sort of what I've done and, and, and achieved over the last 12 years, for me, it's really been about, you know, making a difference because as I, as I said to you early on, it's really not, uh, you know, it was never to me, for me about being a product. It mm -hmm. was really about disrupting health in a, you know, very broken industry that is ultimately in the beverage case focused mostly on getting people addicted to sweet. Sure. So we're in a, we're in a world where a lot of these, the health outcomes for a lot of these programs, diabetes, uh, weight management, et cetera, are failing drastically. What, in your opinion, besides giving out coupons for hint, can we do to essentially destroy an industry that grew up around the 50s, well, I guess it grew up around the prohibition with all the sugar, uh, and has continued to, I suppose it's on the wane right now in terms of Pepsi and Coca-Cola, but how do you destroy those two companies and tell them to stop offering this stuff? So I think there's a few comments. I mean, first of all, I think that it's not, uh, for us, it's not just about, you know, destroying those companies. It's really about educating the consumer about it, it, with with an, an enabling people to have a better alternative. So I think today, if you tell somebody, you know, they go to the doctor, you tell them, for example, that you've got type two diabetes, most people think, okay, well, I don't eat that much sugar, or maybe I should cut back on that cupcake. But the reality is, is that a lot of the changes that are happening happening in people's insulin systems today are probably not just based on sugar, but mm -hmm. they could also be based on diet sweeteners. So the focus that not just the beverage companies, but also the food companies that are out there have had us all focused on as consumers is low calorie or zero calories. Sure. And there's actually no evidence that says that that's actually better for you. So in fact, if you look at today, the the number of people who are overweight today and you poll them, most of those people are eating and drinking diet sweeteners. Mm -hmm. And so why, why is that? I mean, why does that make any sense that that's actually better for you and healthier for you. And, and, you know, just as sort of a whole other side note, when I started this company 12 years ago, 
And I asked the doctor, you know, is this why I, I've gained so much weight because I have this thing called type two, type 2 diabetes that I was hearing more and more about? The response back from the doctor was, no, you don't have type 2 diabetes, but, uh, but we don't actually, you know, that's a very small percentage of the population. We don't actually know what, why that's going on. But today, 12 years later, what we do know is that it's not genetic and that it's instead of being 2% of the population, according to the Center for Disease Control, almost 40% of the population has type 2 diabetes, mm -hmm. pre-diabetes. And the biggest challenge is, is that most people don't go to the doctor today unless they're sick. And so I think in order to com combat not just type 2 diabetes, but also things like you know, heart disease, which is the type 2 diabetes is actually the number one indicator in, for heart disease today in the world. We, we need to pay more attention to what we're doing before we actually get sick. Mm -hmm. and, so, and, and so I think it's, it's things like reading ingredients, understanding if it's real, if it's not real, that, that's really the key thing because I think that there's so much stuff that has been put into you know, our, our food and, and frankly also you know, our skincare and, and lots of personal care items that we have. There's lots of stuff that, you know, some of the stuff, for example, was approved by the FDA in the 1970s. And unfortunately, that stuff doesn't ever get looked at again once mm -hmm. it's been approved by the FDA. So even if there's like lots of evidence, most of those things don't actually get removed. Um, they actually are allowed to just stay on because no one actually challenges them. How do we change the food chain for the world? Uh, hint water ends up in the bellies of nerds in Silicon Valley, but how do we get that into uh, cities where maybe they haven't gotten the message that drinking uh, synthetic sugar or synthetic sweeteners is a bad idea? So I think, you know, our marketing to date has been about just letting people actually try the drink. And so, so we haven't done billboards, you know, traditional kind of ways to actually get the word out because we've believed that, it, that having a bottle of water and actually having people taste it and think that it's tasting good, then they start to see change within their own life. Like, Hey, this stuff is pretty good. And then maybe they hop on the scale and see that they've lost a little bit of weight or they see that you know, they have more energy or they're not as brain fuzzy or, or whatever it is because they're swapping out whatever they were drinking for, you know, hint or plain water or whatever. I think it's, it's really just getting them to try it more than anything. And, you know, the biggest thing when, when you, you know, I always use an example of if you walk outside your, your office and you walk down the street and just start talking to somebody on the street and say, Hey, do you need to, do you think you should drink water? Most people say absolutely. And, you know, probably most people say I should be drinking at least eight a day. That's been like drilled into our head. Mm -hmm. But the reality is, is that if you don't do that, it's because it's boring. And so how do you make things more exciting? And I think that that that's just consumer products, right? You make it more exciting. And, and unfortunately, the consumer products industry, especially food and beverage industry, has really, really used frankly, either sweeteners, mm -hmm. not sugar, or sodium in order to get the consumer addicted to their product and somehow twisting it to believe that, 
or to get a consumer to believe that this is actually better for them. So, you know, words like diet, words like vitamin, words like antioxidants, when you think about it, like how do we really know that those products <laughs> that have those words on them are actually better for us? And we don't ask, right? Because we, we're busy in our life. We're, we're not really, you know, interested. And, you know, and then we think, okay, we've gained all this weight. We've, you know, got adult acne, whatever. And we don't actually go back to why, why is this problem existing? Instead, we might actually go to the doctor. And then, you know, unfortunately, the, the other piece of this too is that you know, medicine today is is really about fixing the problem. And frankly, I think it's not just the doctor's fault and the med medical, you know, society's fault. I think it's also the consumers want a quick fix. And so we ask for something to make a change rather than actually taking a step back and trying to get to the root of the problem. If all goes according to plan, what does food look like in 20 years? You know, I think that that consumers that consumers are really asking a lot of questions around not just what are they actually eating and drinking but also where did it come from what what tainted this product in a way was it pesticides you know was it um you know is it grown with genetically modified or to make it genetically modified i mean there there's the, the consumer, I think, really is getting better better information. Unfortunately, you know, today we have a lot of food and beverage companies who are public companies that are actually doing research on lots of stuff that they're putting into food and beverages, and they're not even disclosing to the public exactly what it's actually doing con to consumers' health. So I think if we could actually get consumers to start to make these changes that, you know, we wouldn't even be talking about changing Obamacare, right? We would, we could actually change health, not just in the U.S., but also the world, just by waking people up to asking the right questions and forcing change in our food and beverage environment. And can, can we as human beings do this or do we require the epiphany that you went through? No, I think we can because see what happens is if you actually start to make a simple change, like the number of people who write to us and say, hey, I started drinking Hint at, you know, I'll just pick on Google because we like them so much, mm -hmm. that they'll, they'll be working at Google. They have a bottle of Hint. They don't even know what they're, they're having, right? Like they start drinking it because it, you know, looks tasty. It's got cherries on the bottle and they're like, why not? I'll just give it a try. And then they start drinking it. And then, like I said, I mean, it, they're like, oh, gosh, I didn't realize that I'm actually drinking, you know, four to six bottles a day. And I used to only drink one bottle of water a day. And so they start to see that they're making these changes. And then the second thing that happens is something changes in their health. And so then they, they realize often that, you know, I mean, not just because I'm the founder and CEO, I'll, mm -hmm. I'll tell you that, you know, so many people write to us and say, you're actually the first step in me realizing that I can actually do it. And so, and we know that by then consumers are coming to us saying, you know, what kind of chips should I eat? 
or what kind of sunscreen <laughs> should I wear or whatever. And so, you know, it's, it's like, it, it really, uh, it really shows me that this consumer is looking for help, but doesn't kind of know where to get it mm-hmm. in, in a safe way. So, so I think it's, it's really arming the consumers. I always, you know, tell people too, that when I decided to actually launch Hint and, and frankly could have continued on my path of being in, in tech and, and Silicon Valley and which was, you know, a great career, but I, I really believe that I was gifted with, with this information and sort of this focus around, you know, food and beverages and, and there needed to be some disruption. And, um, and so I had a choice of either launching a company that, that really allowed consumers to, to wake up with a, you know, purchase that was less than two bucks a bottle, or I could become a lobbyist. And I thought the idea of becoming a lobbyist and fighting the FDA on these issues was just, you know, a headache, frankly. And, and, you know, the number of, of issues in food and beverage that exist today that are, that frankly are, you know, sidelined by these, these large lobbyist groups, whether, you know, run essentially by Monsanto or the sugar industry or, you know, you name it, I think is, um, it's just mind blowing. So it's, it's really, um, I think we need to wake up and, and see that, you know, our health is actually not getting better. It's getting worse. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and yet it seems like, you know, people are, are exercising more, you know, gym memberships are up and, you know, people are doing things like soul cycle and, and, uh, hiking more outside and, and finding new ways to be active, not just in San Francisco, but all over, you know, the U S but I do think that there's, you know, an awakening coming around, uh, food and beverages that, that is real. And unfortunately, if, if a consumer's health is being impacted, it actually speeds up that process of waking up and actually figuring out, okay, what I'm, what am I doing? And, and it's not just a, um, an urban, uh, thing either. I mean, we've, we've seen it in, uh, in cities that are that are in, in communities that are smaller, that are sort of you know off the grid of being in, in urban environments, which I think is really fascinating. And when you when you really cross that with some of the diseases that are going on with in, within the U.S. around you know type two diabetes, um, these communities are just being bombarded with um, you know messages around. Hey, if you drink this sugary or, you know, diet sweetened drink, then you're going to play basketball just like LeBron. Mm -hmm. And it's like, and, and instead it's like, hang on a minute. Like, what am I really watching? What am I really listening to? And how am I sure that this is actually going to help me get healthier? P.S. While my mom or my brother or my uncle, it has this horrible disease type two diabetes and could actually be getting his foot amputated next week. Okay. I mean, these are like real stories. Sure. All right. So here's hoping, uh, here's hoping we all start drinking a little bit of water. I'm going to go get some water actually right now. I feel a little bit parched. Awesome. <laughs> that's, that's great. Yeah. And I, and, and frankly, I mean, that's the other thing that we're the first people to say, look, we're, we're for people that really have a hard time, you know, drinking plain water, but we're all for drinking tap water as long as you know 
the tap water is clean and, and you trust the source of it. We're, we're just about, hey, you know, drink water and, and you'll see some kind of health changes just by changing that. All right. Kara, thank you for joining us on Technotopia. Thanks so much, Don. Appreciate it. Thanks. This is Technotopia. I'm John Biggs. We will see you next week. Technotopia is brought to you by Typewriter. Typewriter is your on-demand editor, and their amazing team of writers will make your book chapter, blog post, or email shine. Typewriter editors come from places like TechCrunch, Gizmodo, and the New York Times, and they offer low bulk rates for longer work. Check it out at typewriter.plus. That's typewriter.plus.